Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're exploring some high desert beauty on the Deschutes River Trail just outside of Bend. Jamie, I know you went there recently, and it looks like you had a pretty great day. Yeah, Vicky, it was beautiful out there. So I, I went there kind of in the like middle of fall, right after we had sort of that first snowfall of, of this season. And you kind of had this high desert scenery here on the trail, but it was covered like in this nice little coating of white snow. So it's kind of like this mixture of fall foliage. The trees were just sort of the last gasp of like orange and yellow leaves mixed with the white snow and then sort of the browns and blues of this river landscape. It was really, really special. Wow. Was it was it snowing there the whole time or was there just like this layer there when you got there? It was just this layer of like, you know, like an inch, maybe an inch and a half of snow had fallen, if I had to guess. But it was it was blue sky and for part of the day and then like cloudy for part of the day. So it kind of had this this moodiness to it, but also just this really crisp, clear, um, beautiful parts of the day as well. Um, so it wasn't like I was walking through a lot of snow. It wasn't like difficult. You know what I mean? It was just pretty. <laughs> I think it was just, just, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, um, the snow that made it, you know, icy or, or I didn't have to like, you know, put on any micro spikes or anything like that, but it was just a really nice, I think, scenic wonderland there. That sounds so amazing. And just like, I, I can picture this mix of colors right now that you're describing. Um, I, have not made it out to Bend yet. Uh, and whenever I do make it out there, I would love to go hiking, obviously. So I can't wait to hear about this trail. Okay, so let's start by sort of talking about the Deschutes River itself. I think that will maybe help. So the river is about 250 miles long. It starts at uh, this little lake called Little Lava Lake, which is um, near Mount Bachelor, which is also just outside of Bend. And it runs sort of uh, north up through the center of Oregon up to the Columbia River. So that's the Deschutes River. And obviously, because this is like a beautiful river in Oregon, there are a lot of places to go hiking along it. So if you start closest to Portland at the Columbia River, at the mouth of the river, there's a state park there, um, really beautiful state park called Deschutes River State Recreation Area. Kind of a mouthful, but this is an area where you have lots of really nice fishing. There's some camping and a trail there called the Deschutes River Trail. That's not what we're talking about, to be clear. <laughs> if you keep going up river, you reach, you know, a, a lot of stuff, but eventually you'll reach Bend, um, a great town, a great city there in central Oregon. And there's another trail that kind of winds through Bend past some little city parks, um, really beautiful city parks, um, the old mill district where there's like a kayaking you know, white water park. And that trail is also called the Deschutes River Trail, but that's not the trail we're talking about either. So if you keep going up river from there, just a little farther from there, just south of Bend, you'll reach the Deschutes National Forest. And there along the Deschutes River in the National Forest is the Deschutes River Trail that we are talking about. <laughs> to clear that all up. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There uh, is this one of the things that, you know, when you're looking up the trail on maybe like an app or like um, Oregon hikers that a bunch of options will come up. Yeah. If you just Google Deschutes River Trail, 
you'll see a bunch of different things probably. Um, okay. But this is, I, in, in, as far as I'm concerned, in my mind, this is sort of like the main Deschutes River Trail. When I think about it, this is what I think about. Um, is it's really a phenomenally beautiful spot here in the high desert um, and a great, great place to, to do hiking or to see some nature just to get out there. This trail is about eight and a half miles long end to end. So if you wanted to do a full out and back hike of it, which you totally could, it's about 17 miles. It runs between a couple of day use areas. One is called um, the Meadow Day Use Area, and the other is, is called Benham West or Benham Falls. There's also Benham East. There's sort of like this whole you know, complex of trailheads and day use areas on the south side. So you know, what you can do is either start at either of those endpoints, or if you want to do a shorter hike, this is the beauty of this area, is you can jump in anywhere in between because there's several different trailheads all along this Deschutes River Trail, and each one leads to different, really beautiful stretches of the river. Oh my gosh, I love that. That I feel like that's an excellent, like, defining factor about this trail. I mean, I haven't experienced many that have that ability or capability. Um, so, I guess when you're on this trail, what what are some other defining factors as you're as you're going along? What type of stuff and scenery are you taking in and seeing? Yeah, well, aside from sort of the general high desert vibe of things, I mean, you talk about like the pine trees, um, some of the scrubbier brush, the riverside views, the volcano views um, from the nearby Cascade Range. The mm. For me, I think one of the main features here is the waterfalls. This is like a, a really prime waterfall corridor. Um, there are a few you know, primary ones, or I'd say big ones, but we're not talking about like Columbia River Gorge waterfalls. It's not like you know, um, these, or even Silver Falls waterfalls, you're not talking about these very tall plunges. It's, they're, they're sort of like, you know, you know, at the, the least dramatic, they're big rapids. At the most dramatic, they're sort of these, you know, these sort of larger plunges. Um, so, you know, you're not, again, you're not looking at like these sort of big, pretty horsetail 60 foot waterfalls, but these are really nice, pretty, uh, you know, definitely classifiable waterfalls on the river. So if you're kind of going north to south, um, you've got a waterfall called, uh, Lava Island Falls, which is right there, which is really pretty. Um, then there's another one called um, Dillon Falls, which I think is uh, maybe one of the, the most picturesque of them. Um, Dillon Falls is a great spot to start. Uh, it's kind of right in the middle of this trail. So you can go either north or south from there and get a nice, you know, seven mile hike or so. Um, and the last one is Benham Falls. And this is, um, you know, again, sort of you might classify it as sort of big rapids, but there's a really pretty viewpoint above the falls that gives you this really nice look sort of almost directly down on top of the river. And it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous place. When I was there, again, it was really moody. By the time I got to that part of the trail, it was cloudy. There's some snow and ice on the river. The water was like turquoise and turbulent. Um, it was really just, uh, you know, for that kind of mood, really beautiful. Oh my gosh, that sounds so nice. Um, so Jamie, when you did this trail, did you do the full like out and back? Did you start at a specific section? How did you do it? I've done pretty much all of it in different pieces over time. So uh -huh. the, the most recent time I did this because I just was looking for, you know, it's winter time. I wanted something shorter. Um, I, I started at Dillon Falls and I saw that waterfall and then I hiked south to Benham Falls. And again, that was about seven miles out and back, um, pretty manageable. 
you know, took a few hours to do. Saw a couple of really nice waterfalls, some great views, got a bunch of really good pictures, um, and only saw a few other people on the trail that day. I, I think that that's kind of one of the nice things too, especially this time of year, especially on a weekday going out there, you can largely have the place to yourself for long stretches at a time. And that was really nice. Just sort of, I think settling into the sort of the peacefulness of the scenery of this area. There's some, you know, it's a relatively flat trail. There are definitely some hills to climb, but nothing crazy, nothing extreme. So it's, it was a pretty nice and easy walk the whole time. Wow. Oh my gosh. So about how long is that distance between the two waterfalls that you saw? Yeah, it's about three and a half miles, give or take, um, you know, and there's certain ways like, I mean, Dylan, the Dylan Falls waterfall is right next to the Dylan Falls trailhead. Um, so for folks who want just like a piece of this, you can park right there at the Dylan Falls trailhead walk, you know, maybe a tenth or two tenths of a mile and you can get to that waterfall really easily. Um, and you could just, that can be your whole day if you want. Um, if you want to keep walking north from there and go to the, uh, some of the, uh, the lava Island waterfall up a little bit farther, that's a place to go. And, or if you want to just, you know, stop off and find a nice spot by the river to hang out for a while, you can do that too. Um, this is an area where people like to do some kayaking, obviously not in the waterfall area, but there's some, some quieter stretches of the river. You can put in a kayak and kayak down to one of the other trailheads and, you know, um, make your way back that way. So there's a lot you can do there. I think it's kind of one of the, the most beautiful things about this trail is that you have so many options and so many different ways to see it. Yeah, that feels like such a, a great perk about this trail is that you have so many options. And I love that about just trails in the region is that you can just walk right up to a waterfall or you can do a nice long seven mile hike round trip and see multiple if you want. And, it, and the cool thing about it too is that it connects to some of the other trails too, especially if you're mountain biking, there are other areas you can sort of continue on. Um, so this, when you get to the Southern end of this trail, um, there are other sort of connected trails that lead you down into Sun River. So if you're staying in Sun River, especially in that resort down there, if you have a bike, especially you can sort of bike your way or do a longer hike up to this, uh, up to the Benham Falls trailhead and connect the trail that way and jump on that way. Or on the Northern end, the trail kind of connects over to, um, like the, there's a, a hotel there called Lodge Bend, which we've, um, I think talked about before and a whole series of mountain bike trails there as well. So, you know, if you're biking, you can connect to so many areas from there. And if you're a really long distance hiker, you can do that too. Ah, I love that. So is the trail like pretty wide then? Is there space for biking and hiking happening at the same time? Yeah, there's a couple stretches of the trail that are like mostly reserved for hikers, but this is also definitely a big mountain biking destination. Um, you know, it, it's rated as sort of one of the, an easier trail for mountain bikers. Again, there's definitely some hills, um, but there's a lot of flat areas too. So you'll see mountain bikers in the trail. Um, a lot of dog walkers like to use this trail too. Um, dogs are allowed, but on leash only, um, in this, in the, in the winter time, when you get a little bit more snow on the flatter areas, you might see some cross country skiers using the trail. Um, like I said before, kayakers are out there. Um, I mean, really just, I think you're going to see a lot of different people doing a lot of different stuff out there. Uh, I love that. I think when I do make my way to bend, I 
obviously want to go hiking, but I would love to do some mountain biking. And I'm definitely a beginner in that realm of outdoor adventure. So an easy trail is right up my alley. (laughs) There you go. So um, is there a certain time of year that you think is best? Obviously, there are many activities that you can do on this trail, but when's prime time? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a year-round trail for the most part, depending on how much snow you're having. Um, I love it in the fall. And I know we, we're just getting out of the fall, <laughs> but I love it, love it that time of year when you have the fall foliage there alongside the river. It's just stunning. Um, I've been there in the summertime as well. Um, just really beautiful there too. There's uh, some nice wooded areas. So if you're looking for a little bit of shade or if you want to get down to the river, have some river access area, some some calm stretches river in the summertime, this is a great spot to do that as well. So, I mean, but springtime, great too, I'm sure when you're going to see things start to bloom. Really anytime that you, you want to go out there, I think it's probably going to be a pretty good time for you. Amazing. Jamie, any other things to note about this trail for people who are wanting to get out there? You know, it's um, there's a lot of really good places to hike in bed. So this is like one of just so many. But what I love is it's a place that's really close to downtown bed. Just I want to say it was like a, you know, 10 minute drive from the main downtown area. Um, A lot of different trailheads to park. So it's all about, you know, convenience. This is a really convenient place to access if you're just wanting to get outside. I had originally planned to do a different hike when I was up there. um, And I I was approaching the trailhead and found a a gate on the road, a winter gate. I I thought it was was early enough in the season and it wasn't um, like three miles in the trailhead. And I thought, you know, this is this is not going to happen today. So for me, <laughs> it was sort of this really nice backup plan. Of, okay, it's like, I know this trail is open right now. I know it's going to be beautiful. Um, even though I've been here before, I haven't been there in the snow. So mm-hmm. that's another good opportunity to see it in a different light. And it really was the, exactly what I needed. It was just perfect and beautiful. Oh, sounds so great. Um, well, I guess if we're talking about convenience and the proximity to downtown, you know, we got to talk about the food, the restaurants, <laughs> what you're getting after this hike or before. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll talk about what I did this time in Bandra. I, I was just there for the one night. Um, so I didn't get a ton in, um, but we stayed at the uh, Campfire Hotel, which is a place I had not stayed before. Um, uh-huh. Similar to Lodge, it sort of is one of these sort of modern hotels that's really focused on a lot of community areas. Um, they had a hot tub with like party lights. Um, the people were enjoying, we, we got in the hot tub for a little bit and it was a little funny to have like these like, you know, party lights and they're like playing music into the night. It was really interesting. Um, but they've got like, you know, uh, a little a restaurant there on site. Um, so it, I thought it was a pretty good place to stay affordable as well. So if you're looking for an affordable spot, um, that has sort of like, you know, uh, excuse more towards modern or younger audiences, this is a great spot to do that. Um, food wise, the spot that I hit up that was new to me this time was a place called Spork that um, mm. did not use sporks, um, but had really oh. good food. Um, I got some nice curry there as well, uh, some good drinks too. So um, definitely would recommend Spork to folks who are looking to uh, eat and bend. And Vicky, I know you like a sweet spot, so there's mm-hmm. a gelato place in town that you got to check out. Oh my gosh. You got to tell me the name. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Banta, B-O-N-T-A. Uh, and it is just super, super good. Um, 
I know that, that um, Jim and I talked about this at one point, Jim, big ice cream guy. Um, he's a big fan of it. I love it as well. Um, and if you're looking for a sweet treat in downtown Bend, it's right there in downtown Bend. Um, I love a late night gelato. Um, I love any time of day really, but I love, you know, after dinner, take a little walk around town, maybe go to Drake park and maybe stop by Bonta for, you know, a scoop or two. I think that's definitely the good way to end the day uh, after exploring Bend. Oh my gosh. Well, you know that this is now on my Google list <laughs> apps, uh, uh, for Bend whenever I do get there. That sounds amazing. Any other, I'm sure we could have a, you know, a whole in-depth episode about eating and doing things in Bend, but uh, anything of note of your most recent trip that you did in town? You know, that that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I will say uh, the, the parks in the city uh, of Bend are definitely worth checking out. It seems like a lot of people, when they go into town, they want to go see all the great, big, beautiful nature around, which is absolutely worthy and understandable. Um, but don't forget about those little parks in town too. Drake Park, like I mentioned, is a beautiful spot. Uh, Farewell Bend Park is another good place. There's places that are right there in Bend that I think it um, primarily a lot of use by locals. Um, but it's a really cool spot to check out too. So if you don't want to go do a big Deschutes River adventure for whatever reason, if this one that we've been talking about, even that seems too big for you, um, check out the Deschutes River Trail right in downtown Bend and get a view of the river that way. There you go. There you go. Well, I have my trail recommendation for both hiking and biking, and I have my gelato recommendation. <laughs> so I feel like I'm pretty much set to go whenever I get out there. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I guess we should wrap things up for this time then. So <laughs> folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale, Andrew Thien, and Elena Neal Sachs. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.